Hello! Welcome to fi Playing Favorites. I fucked up the name. <laughs> uh, wow, we've never wow. had so much energy before. My, my roommates aren't here. I can scream. Uh, I'm Pink. I'm Jambri. I'm Mihao. Uh, and today, we've had a change of plans. At the end of the last session, we were going to play a story about my uncle. But we decided to say fuck that. And we're doing better games instead. So this week, we're talking about Hades. Uh which is a fantastic game that everyone should play. And, uh, yeah. So, let me... Should have pulled this everyone up is right. playing it. Yeah. Why we switched. Yeah. All the cool kids. So, how you want to come clean about this one, too? Um, I watched somebody play this game in a very intimate setting i don't um, i don't so. know what that means you also watched me play it yeah i watched you play it in an intimate setting as in i was intimate well intimate in the sense that it was not a it was not a unconnected playthrough i was asking I mean, questions i was yeah providing yeah. input it was you know not just a i suppose i just, just a let's on play. steam broadcasting for you <laughs> Oh boy. I broadcasted for you. Please respond. I also did that. I also <laughs> broadcasted for me. How? That's funny. Um, okay, so Hades is the new game from Supergiant. Uh, they've made other things like Transistor, Pyre, and Bastion. That's the other one. And I know those games. What? Yeah, they're they're all three very Ooh. very well known, very successful games. I only played one of them though. It it makes me want to play the other three because Hades was just so good. Um, we'll come on to that. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Um, yeah, Hades is a game where you are playing as Zagreus, who is the son of Hades, and you are trying to escape Hades' realm in the underworld. And at the start of the game, you're kind of trying to escape uh, without purpose, you know. You're you're trying to get away just for the sake of getting away. But eventually you... Um, I need to stop watching this video because that's going to distract me. You, um, you find out that the person that has been posing, or the god that's been posing as your mother... Nyx for your entire life is not your real mother. Your real mother is Persephone, who left uh, before she knew you existed, and now you are trying to escape to go find her, and you battle through all of the hordes of undead and all these different types of creatures, and three bosses before you eventually get to fight Hades, and then escaping that fight will get you to your mother. And then beating Hades ten times will beat the game, but then there's the whole post-game and the true ending and all of that. But yeah. Did I miss anything? I'm sure I did. There's there's a lot uh, more to it than that. There's side stories. There's It's got every mechanic in the world. There's a dating sim. There's gift giving people gifts in order to gain favor. There's uh, a fishing mini-game. There's trading the fish that you have for more supplies then you can use those supplies to buy 
upgrades to renovate the house that you live in, or you can use different currencies to upgrade your just general skills while you're trying to escape. You can upgrade your damage and your health and the rarity of the boons that you collect, the boons being the items that help you escape. They're the gifts from the gods that give you your powers, things that buff your attack, your cast, your dashes, your... Uh, there's the god gauge, which gives you the the uh, power of a god. So Zeus will strike lightning. Uh, Artemis fires an arrow that seeks. And uh, yeah, all, all sorts of things like that. Um, yeah, there's just, it's, there's, this game has everything. For uh, uh, just ro roguelite dungeon crawler, it has so many different mechanics, it's really insane. There is, there is a, a lot, a lot of meta progression um, in terms of upgrading yourself after each run to make the next run easier. You know, there's the whole Mirror of Night, giving you a whole load of talents, and then later on you can swap them out for, for related but different talents. Mm -hmm. And those, those each have their own progression, not a tree, but a progression line that will get better the more you more darkness you put into them, which is one of the meta currencies yeah. you gain. You unlock them with keys, and you upgrade them with darkness. You unlock the weapons with keys, and then you upgrade them with titan blood. And then those each of each of the the six weapons in the game, you have four different aspects. So there's four four different like gameplay advancement styles that you get from each of the weapons. So there's really twenty four six weapons but 24 like variations of those weapons uh and they're all all of the all of the names of the variations are based on like i don't know like significant figures i guess or what would be significant figures mm -hmm. mostly like... from greek mythology but the, the the secret ones are from other mythologies yeah so there's lucifer arthur uh, those are the only two I remember right off of the six. Um, Arthur's Gu sword. Guan Yu. Guan Yu. Yeah, that's spear. Um, Enkidu. Sorry, Satan is in this game. Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah, Lucifer. Uh, is the upgrade for the gun. There's a whole fall, wow. fallen you angel know, thing. The classic Greek believe... weapon, the gun. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I've been tricked into a Satan worshippers game. Mm -hmm. uh, my Christian Minecraft server. Well, the the thing about finding the the hidden weapon aspects is, um, you you encounter somebody in the world that is somewhat related to the the uh, the upgrade, and they give you the summoning sentence that you say to the weapon, which gives you access to its hidden ability. So Zeus gives you the the Lucifer, which is like Lucifer was cast down from the heavens. And uh, yeah, it's it's related kinda vaguely. Yeah, it's uh, I never really worked out exactly what triggers them to tell you about each uh, it's, each hidden aspect, but it, I just kind of I just kept upgrading the weapons and I got them all eventually. It's uh, so you you unlock the spear eventually. The the spear's the first one that gets unlocked for everybody. Uh, and I think I did that really late. I, I, just, I guess I just never talked to the spear to check it, 
after that was an option for me. Mm. So, yeah, I, I took way too long on the spear. And then um, for the other weapons, once you've unlocked the spear, it just it gets added to the, the queue of dialogue for each of the, the people that will give it to you. So it's kind of how much dialogue do you have backed up on those people which i guess is why it like the the sword was the last one that i had to find just because you get that from nix and nix had so much to say to me that it was like four or five runs later that i finally got the summoning for it just because i had her yeah yeah so much because i because i fought Caron really really late into my game as well like all of a sudden after i after i'd finally Bought him and then and then later on beat him. Um, all of a sudden, everyone had stuff to say to me because <laughs> I had to go through all of the dialogue with people saying, "Oh, why wow, you fought Caron? Wow, that's mad." Yeah, yeah. Because there's a whole. There's also uh, another thing about this game that we missed was the prophecies that are uh, there. There, it's a list that is. Oh, what's the word? Designed by the fates. And it's it's things that you it's a list of things that you you don't necessarily need to accomplish some of them you do but for the most part it's things that are optional if you accomplish this you get a, a meta currency reward that's either darkness keys titan blood uh, gems all those things and in those like there's there's some about like beating beating Charon that you have to. You have to have beat him once in order to unlock the beat him twice in a row from Hermes. And there's lots of stuff like that. Like after you unlock fishing, there's one for that. And yeah, there's there's finding all the boons and finding all the weapons and getting all the hidden weapon upgrades and escaping with them and all kinds of stuff. It's just, it, the game has so much. It's massive. But it doesn't feel overwhelming at all when you're playing it through. You start off with, like, I, I think just a couple of those available to you at a time, and it slowly ramps up. Mm -hmm. I think one of the one of the few complaints I, I have about this game, and there, there are very few, is that right off right off the start, you don't you don't start with any dialogue or anything. You drop straight into the you drop straight into your first attempt at escaping the domain. Uh, and that's that's fine. Just throwing you right in is fine for a, a game like this. Most a lot of dungeon crawlers do that, but uh, they never they kind of never explain a lot of the things that happen in the runs. Like when when you finish a room, there'll be a door or two or three, and they'll have the symbols on them for what you what you can get next. And some of them are fairly obvious, like. Uh, it'll have a lightning bolt on it. So obviously you're when you clear the next room you get a gift from Zeus. Or it'll be like you know, any of the god symbols are obvious. But then the the palm to upgrade, which is an onion or a, a pomegranate, not an onion. What? <laughs> That's a yeah, it's a pomegranate. I don't know why I said onion. Yeah. Uh but that being just a singular upgrade was something that I didn't really understand what it was doing for a couple of runs, and I, I think if they would have explained that a little bit better. And that is a trap that I fell into starting this game, was I put way too much um, faith in the the system of leveling up through the use of palms, and that's that's really not, not great as far as your success mm -hmm. rate. The, 
there's diminishing returns with with upgrading your stuff, and I think yeah, it's... The, 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 like upgrades level one to level two. It's usually, massive, yeah, yeah, huge. But it's, I mean, I think as soon as you get to about, about level three, any further upgrades of that particular boon are minimal, minimal yeah. benefit, to be honest. Yeah, and if you get past like level, I don't know, 10, 15, it's like one percent. <laughs> you get one percent more damage. Like, what's what's even the point? So. Yeah, I think I think generally it's better. One of the the quickest strategies to pick up while doing this game is build to a strategy rather than building to one specific thing. Like if you start with Zeus, you want to get a lot of Zeus stuff because that'll combo together well. If you get Poseidon, you want a lot of Poseidon stuff because that'll combo together well. And then you get into duo boons, which are when you have the disciples of two of the gods. Uh, you can get things that are generally more powerful but sometimes you know they're not they don't necessarily work with your build so it's not great but for the most part they they're pretty decent as far as upgrading your most character you already have yeah kind of reminds me of like magic the gathering if it had a dozen colors instead of four five four what do you, oh, what do you mean? Just like deck building? color cards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like you, it's better, you're better off to focus on a couple colors rather than trying to play a deck that has all of them. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can, like I said, it's, you're never going to build like a, a mono god run in Hades because the game just won't random into that many of the same person. Well, you, I mean, in theory, you could, but odds are you won't. Yeah, you can go pretty heavy on one god, but I don't, I don't think you'd ever go full. Well, once you've finished a run, you can get, you get, like, if you've gone, if you've achieved something special in that run, you get, like, a, a little card that says, like, made friends along the way. That's, like, you gave out a bunch of gifts along the way, or, like... One that I get a lot is Disciple of Ares because I built into I built into Ares quite a few times where I had oh. a lot of his things. Have you ever had the the I can't remember what it says, but I did get a card several times for for getting like three or more duos. I don't think I got that one. No. Ah. I don't yeah. know. I don't believe I but did I've that. I've had that one where I where I going through the the last area, the Temple of the Sticks. Um. I managed to pick up like three or four duo boons. That's right crazy. I've had I got like Death Defier once because I used like six charges of Death Defiance because I was having a real hard time. <laughs> well, uh, I don't remember what I was doing that run that made it so hard, but uh, yeah, there's ooh this game, this game, man. I can't remember the last time I threw myself into a game like this, especially a roguelite, uh, for so long with, with such gusto that it pretty much became the only thing I played for at least two weeks. Yeah, I think this is the best game that has come out this year. Having not played that many games that have come out this year, but like knowing the general vibe of... Also knowing that, that this game this did not come out this year. Well, it, it full released this year. Like, the, the ending stuff wasn't in the game until mm. this year. Like, prior to this, it would be... You didn't have any of the Persephone stuff, so that whole story, like, main story, was gone. Uh, the, the full, like, album music wasn't complete yet. 
like in the blood which is the best song in the game wasn't added until this version uh and so since you didn't have the persephone stuff you didn't have the whole epilogue post game stuff which was all pretty cool you uh your mother moved back into the underworld and you formed a plan to gather all the gods and come clean about the whole the whole thing it's the story is kind of complicated i don't know if we want to fully get into that yet but there this game the 1.0 release did add a lot but this game did come out in 2018 mm-hmm. for uh the epic game store in early access and I think this is a a real mark that early access can work from some for some games and some studios. Like this game has a, had a massive community already when it came out for real, and it 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 seems like generally people thought it was a really good game when it came out two years ago, and now it's just like the reviews for this game are insane. Also, a really good mark of. Uh the quality of the game if it was good enough to convince people to get the epic launcher for it. That is true as well. <laughs> I also want to add, uh, we, I wanted to say this before, but I forgot, uh, as far as building with all of the gods, there is a limit. Once you've, ru- once you've taken the boons for four different gods, you can't get the rest. So uh, there is there is a certain limitation. Really? Yeah, you can get four, and I believe Hermes is like a wild card since he doesn't build into anything specific. Yeah, he doesn't count the as an actual. Yeah, he doesn't count like the rest. Technically, he's a Catonic god, I think. Actually, that may be true. I don't remember, but yeah, uh, Hermes doesn't count. But the other other ones, like if you if you see them and don't take them then you you get a chance to re-roll them but once you've taken them you're locked into getting their boons so yeah that's there's there's a way to game the system and getting what you want but you can't always do that so there is there's a lot of randomness to the way your build is going to end up how was uh like I, I find it very easy to to build upon all of all of the meta meta progression mechanics and things and unlocking stuff as you go. Uh, while I was playing the game, was it any harder to grasp just watching the game? Me you know? Um. Well, I did not watch enough to form a strong opinion on that. I will say that there are a lot of currencies, and I think that. <laughs> You know, your first time through, especially like as you were saying, Pink, how there aren't really a lot of tutorials as to this is what none. this does. There are this no tutorials. Does. Yeah, it can be kind of like, okay, I picked up a key and I, you know, I picked up a nectar and I got all these different things and I have no idea what that means or if I should be using them or if I have, you know, different levels of interaction. And I <laughs> think that, you know, that's not entirely uncommon in a roguelike game to have that kind of steep learning curve where you start off, you know, not just mechanically disadvantaged, but also, you know, disadvantaged information-wise, and you have to kind of figure it out. Because there's such a big focus in these games on that idea of each run you get better, right? So I don't necessarily have a problem with it, but it is definitely a lot at first. Oh, yeah. I I would say there there aren't many opportunities for someone to... Uh, to spend their currency on the the wrong thing, really. 
Because, I mean, the keys only unlock stuff in the Mirror of Night and then and the weapons at the start. But they're very clearly used to unlock things that will help you. The darkness, I think, is only useful in the Mirror of Night in the beginning. I don't think, is there anything in the house contractor you can spend darkness on? Mm. Mostly gems at the start. You can, I will say, there are things that pop up in the house contractor that are entirely cosmetic um, to, the, to the House of Hades, and you can spend um ambrosia and titan blood on them i think and that is a uh you know a noob trap as it were you want to be spending those on upgrading weapons and, and your relationship with the gods instead mm-hmm. there is there's also the black market that you could end up trading your your stuff away for like you could trade up to a bunch of ambrosia which isn't the most useful thing at the start of the game like you'd rather have darkness and keys at the start whereas like when you get towards the late game like i have no use for keys anymore and i've got like 90 so <laughs> i i don't need these i have everything I've seen, already i've seen a lot of streamers completely screw up the 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 shop market like trading one thing for another and when it's actually the opposite trade that they were looking for i don't really know how you do that i've never never screwed it up I haven't I haven't seen that, but something that I didn't learn until a little bit, probably halfway through my my gameplay was the like daily or like not daily, but you know once once between runs the the black market trader will get like a special deal, and some of those are kind of broken, like two hundred darkness for two titan blood, like that's an insane mm. deal, and yes. I don't know if that's a specific one, but there there's some like that that are just insane, too insane to pass up. So you should you should absolutely check between every run. That should be when I finish a run, I cycle between I I walk around, check everybody's new dialogue. I go into the the house contractor, check if there's anything new, go turn my fish in, go talk to the black market, go check my prophecies go practice on the harp because there's a harp <laughs> learning uh learning to play the harp prophecy for the some liar. reason i think that's liar actually... yeah because it's a small harp correct uh and then you know going outside to pick what you're gonna take with you for the next run we haven't even got into the uh what the what's the word they use the relics is that the word relics the the thing the the case beside the weapons the keepsakes keepsakes that's the word yeah they're little charms little trinkets that you carry with you on runs to get a little passive yeah you get a, a nice little ability and then those have a they have three tiers the the more you take them into combat the more they improve until you get to the final level and you you unlock those by giving gifts to people throughout the world. Normally, the first time you give them a gift, they give you something other than Hades. I think you have to wait until the the post-game to get something from him. But, yeah, there's, I mean, there's some good ones in there. There's also some real, real not great ones, <laughs> but stupid Harpy's Feather Duster. I don't know, but that's alright. It's not too bad. Back when I wasn't learning very quick how to not get hit it was pretty useful 
I, Especially I, with the, the number of pots that you find in Temple of Sticks as well. It can actually be quite a health boost and keep you alive. Yeah, I think Temple of Sticks is like the one one place where that one's super, super useful. I think, mm. I think like, normally off-spawn, the, the best ones to start will be uh, Skelly's Tooth, which gives you an extra life. If you die, you get you just respawn. Uh, and then Eurydice's Acorn, I think it is where you, you ignore damage for the first X amount of hits you take in a boss fight. I think it's five at the end, or seven, maybe three, five, seven. I don't remember. Mm, five, three, I think. Three, four, five, yeah. Uh, that one's good. And then, personally, my favorite gods to build into are Athena, Zeus, and Ares. But... That's what I, what I really like about the keepsakes, is that it lets you take a game with, with, where supposedly... It's you know pretty random as to which gods turn up. Although I think, to be honest, I think when you start a run, the game decides like it's gonna it's gonna offer you these six gods, mm-hmm. and whichever four you pick first, those are the ones you you take. But um, but it lets you if you start with a certain keepsake of a certain god, it lets you tell the game I want to build into this this run, and it like it guarantees you that that god will turn up. Yeah, and that's uh to explain that. The first time you you give a gift to each of the gods, they give you a keepsake that guarantees or almost guarantees that the next boon you find will be theirs at the start of a run, and it'll have it's a percentage chance to have an upgraded rarity, mm. which is pretty nice. There's How... also there's also hammers, which is something we didn't get into. Which <laughs> another another confusing aspect starting this game because what does what does that mean? But they're they're really I think you figure that one out eventually. Just trial and error. Go ahead, Mihal. How would you rate the the balance, Ten. like in terms of <laughs> like the worst to the best item? Like how how big is the disparity? Like are there some items that are obvious picks and some that never get used, or are they generally pretty close in strength? I think because you go through four different areas with four different like needs, I think that i think there each of them has a use in a different area like there's some that's there's uh there's some that are like it's a feather from hermes that uh if you clear rooms quickly you gain speed and you gain dodge chance so even if you get hit by an attack you have a chance to not take damage from it and so that's like you take that and you pretty much have to keep it with you the whole time because if you don't then like what was the point yeah. And also, if, like, if you, if you those aren't permanent. If you swap off of that keepsake to something else, you lose the bonus. Yeah, and then there's, I should we should mention that you can switch between rooms after you buy something from the house contractor that lets you, uh, switch between areas. Not like every single room you can switch, but between the big, big boss fights you can. Um. And that yeah, there's I mean there's some that are obviously like very good like getting an extra life is obviously like that can that can win you a run that you should have lost. But then there's like there's others that I picked to to level up and I would never really take it like uh, I'm struggling to think of one that I would never take specifically. Meg's skull earring. 
I would never take that one because what it only activates. Do? It means when you. It means you do. I think it means you do more damage when plus, you have low health. Plus twenty percent bonus damage when you're below thirty percent. I think. Yeah, something is... like that. But I just I never plan on being that low on health, so I would yeah. take that. Yeah. Uh, there's also like, there's also like you gain a hundred and twenty-five gold. But then, if you take that in the first area, you gain that 125 gold, and then you switch in the second area, you just got 125 gold for free. Which mm -hmm. is like... I think generally in the first area, you, you probably take one of the gods' keepsakes to start your build off the way that you want it. And then you Either switch that, or later. You could, um, you could take a Chaos Egg to get a, to get a big Chaos buff early on. That's true, there's also uh, chaos. Yeah. <laughs> this game has so much fucking stuff, I keep remembering stuff we've forgotten to cover. Yeah. So chaos is a... Uh, a god? A, a primordial entity? Primordial, the, the, yeah, that's the how they The first entity, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that you go to, and it offers you boons like the other gods. However, they are... There is a downside to them that you have to deal with for X number of encounters, and then after that, the benefit comes in. That'll be like um, for for the next four rooms, you have minus fifty percent dash distance or something like that, and then after that, your dash attack deals plus fifty percent damage. There's also you have to play, pay a, a health price to even enter, unless you have the the item mm. from Chaos, uh, and then so that can be blocked off if you if you've ended up with too little health to get in, you just can't you can't go in. So you can't you can't do something that will will kill you. Obviously, yeah. they won't let you make that that price. So most of the time, I don't do a lot of switching around from keepsake to keepsake. Um, I there was one time where I start I started with chaos egg and I got a, a pretty powerful buff off of that. Then I think I had a lot of Poseidon going on, and I, I was using the shield. I think so. I. For Asphodel, I switched into um, Zeus's signet ring, and I made sure that I got some Zeus boons in, because that meant that when I got to the Temple of Sixth, I was getting the the Poseidon Zeus duo, which is pretty strong. Um, and then after Asphodel, I just swapped into I think the the Lamb of Plume, the feather from Hermes, and I just kept that through to the end. But the game game take takes the mick out of itself. It pokes fun at itself. Um, you know, there's there's that uh, prophecy that Chaos gives you. And so it's like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if you took the Chaos Egg all the way up to the final boss? Even though there's no value to doing that from a mechanics point of view, wouldn't it be funny if you did that? Uh, and I... then you do it, and then Chaos laughs as you kill your, your dad. Uh, yeah, I uh, I got him to give me that quest, like, I was, I did it, I I went in with the gloves, uh, we haven't even talked about like the individual weapons, I don't think we've talked about all of them yet, but I, I went in with the gloves, I talked to Chaos, and he was like, yeah, you should take the egg up and kill Hades, that would be, that'd be pretty funny, right? And then I, I did it in that same run. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, you actually did it. <laughs> it was pretty, this game has some, some wild, like, uh, like, uh, what's the word? Like, omniscient character stuff. Like, the way that Zagreus finds out that Nyx isn't his real mother is because the narrator is talking about wow. Zagreus. Very meta. Zagreus yeah. exploring through his father's papers, and he's like, 
From this information, Zagreus can gather that Nyx isn't his real mother. And Zagreus says, wait, what? I can? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's much the like DM that. experience. Like, the players should now know this. All the players are like, what? Well, sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, nope. that, that really is. It's that, a lot of that. Um, when you take out, when you're using the Shield of Chaos, um, every now and then when you clear a room or you, you hit something with a critical hit, Chaos will just talk to you and be like, oh yeah, that was a that was a brutal hit, but you know, in <laughs> yeah. words that Chaos uses. Uh, one one that I really like, the, the extra little dab of dialogue is um, Hermes is the only god to acknowledge if you cut him off mid-sentence. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when normally you can just you can just skip through the god's dialogue and it doesn't matter at all, but if you skip through Hermes's dialogue, um he'll he'll be like, "Oh, oh okay." <laughs> uh the the narrator also does that. Uh you have a job like there there's several flashbacks throughout the story that give you like hints about what life was like just living in the the house of Hades and you work in the administrative chamber where you're filing papers and the the like damnation scrolls of people and whatnot and uh you walk around this room and read all of these things about the shades that are working on these scrolls and if you keep cutting the narrator off he'll just go like oh that was rude or oh 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 like the whole time you you just cut off everything that he's reading about these scrolls that's pretty pretty funny the the sheer quantity the voice acting that they've did for this game is staggering. Mm-hmm. The number of voice lines, the fact that you can talk to pretty much pretty much every character about every thing that happens. They have something to say about it and a voice line. Um it's crazy. Yeah. It really yeah. is. There's there's I don't I don't want to look at the you know the dialogue tree that they created for for all this it must be so so intricate mm-hmm. um and it's all excellent there's not a single character that i don't like listening to talk you i know? Did, i yeah i think i think every character is inherently interesting in the game like there's there's a lot of storylines that happen in this game it's it's insane I'll say there there are some characters that I I really like and some characters that I don't like very much. Before we started, I expressed I am not a Thanatos. Thanatos. You're not a Thanatos of a Thanatos. I am not. No. Why not? He's just a dick. <laughs> he's he's moody. Yeah, I don't like you him. You know, he's a he's a little emo. Well, but... he he's literally death. So. Yeah, you know, he has a bad job. He warms know. up towards the end though. Yeah, and I shut him down, and he... <laughs> well, did you? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I had, already, I had already made my play for Meg, both Meg and Dusa, and Dusa shut me down. So I had to take it out on Thanatos. You passed it on. Wow, that's yeah. sad. Did that preclude you from getting the, the, the threesome dialogue, then? Did you still I, I guess so, because you said that when I was streaming hmm. one day, and I didn't, know, I didn't know if you were joking or not, so... Oh, no, that's real. No, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, get no, any of that. If you, if you bed down with Meg and then you bed down with Than, or in the other order, I suppose, 
Um, eventually, they they both appear in your bedroom. Ah, oh, fantastic! You, you bed down with all of them. No, I just I... had Meg. Wow, and... that's hot. Yeah, well, Greek <laughs> my sexual doing... icon. Yeah, and Than and uh, Zacharias were uh, adopted brothers as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird one. I mean, in the in the plot of the story, I did try to make moves on a, a floating gorgon head, so Yeah. That is that is what Dusa is. So But you know, as I'm sure Key would say if Key was here to talk about this game, you know, Dusa can hold a feather duster with a, a snake snake hair. You know, it's very dexterous. Mm-hmm. But Dusa's not like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, yeah. I like that they let you romance Dusa, even though it's like nothing comes of it. Like adding the third, the third character, so it's not just one and one. There's like a third, a third person that will turn you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I mean, in terms of if in the context of actual Greek mythology, the stuff that's in this game isn't that weird. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's it's pretty light to be honest. It's normal that the the Greek the the gods all have multiple partners, and I mean, you are the god of blood, right? That's like part yeah, of, that's part of the thing. To, yeah. Um, for example, in like an actual Greek mythology, um, you know, you know Erebus, which in in the game appears as a realm, yes, um, a realm of hell, um. That is Nyx's brother. Mm-hmm. And is also Thanatos and Hippos' father. Mm. And and Nyx is their mother, so... Yeah. yeah. So, weird. But that's just the Greeks. <laughs> now, they didn't worry about little things like, you know, who's sleeping with who, and, hey, I'm related to you. They just they just went for what they felt like. Mm-hmm. Man, this game is so good. I can't even. Oh, this game is so good. <laughs> the incest really does it for you. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're on the fence until. No, this is this game is just so so fantastic. Um, I th- I think I've mentioned before uh to one of you or maybe it was to Key uh. <laughs> But I, I don't like the gun. Yeah, no, the gun is my least favorite weapon. Um, it can be effective with the right boons, but I don't. I just don't like its inclusion in the game from a thematic point of view. Yeah, it's I weird. feel like they could have gone with any other manner of ancient weapon that was around in Greek times. There, so you know, the... sword, spear, shield, bow, fists, and gun. Yeah. I would have liked to see a mace with like a that that also yeah. kind of doesn't fit the theme, but like they're a, missing a, a a blunt weapon, a mace or a hammer. Yeah, like a I'd like to see a spin attack with the mace. Obviously, there's the spin attack with the spear, but like a a spin around you become a Beyblade sort of <laughs> Maybe. sort of yeah. weapon. I can see why they included the gun as a. Uh, I mean, apart from the spear's throw attack, it really is the gun is the it's the it's the second ranged weapon after the bow. Mm-hmm. 
the rest of them are all melee based, so shield I can see why they did it. Range. But... Yes, yeah, the, the shield as well. You can throw the shield, of course. Yeah. But when you think about shield, it's not not traditionally a, a ranged weapon. No, not since before uh, before Captain America, he changed everything. <laughs> do, you, do you think Zagreus is based on Captain America? <laughs> In this TED talk, I will explain how the ancient Greeks were influenced by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Well, do you think Thor... Are Thor and Zeus the same person? Uh... I mean, in a cross-mythology kind of way, yes. Sort of. But Thor is the... Uh... The son of... What's his name? He's not the head of the Norse mythological pantheon, whereas Zeus is the head of the Greek pantheon. I was hoping that would be a funnier tangent. I'm sorry, I like <laughs> mythologies. <laughs> I like talking about them. Never mind. It's Moving fine. on. Is there, is there a... There's no hidden aspect from Norse mythology, is there? Is Guan, goes, Guan Yu is... Guan Yu is Chinese. Chinese, I yeah. I would guess it's um, Chinese. Shield... What's the shield? Oh, Beowulf. That's Norse, right? Is Beowulf Norse? I'm not sure what Beowulf is. I was struggling to think of what the shield was. I don't remember the bow either. Um, Rama. Rama. Which is Indian, I think. Yeah, I could see that. And the fists, I think, is... Um, I think it's Enkidu. I don't remember the fists at all. Um, it's either... I didn't use a lot of the hidden, hidden weapon aspects. I think I used I the Oh no, Gilgamesh. Sorry, I was getting it. Gilgamesh. Yeah, it's the aspect of Gilgamesh. And Gilgamesh, yes, Gilgamesh was a great hero who traveled with a beast named Enkidu. And that's why the fists become claws. Yes, there we go. I remembered. Yeah, that's right. Because there's the, the reference you get with the bull Theseus and Asterius, where it's a great beast and a man. And the the bull gives you the the summon hmm. word for that. And in in how many games can you repeatedly go through it and fight the same boss? And the the two people who form the third boss of the game have a little falling out, and then they they get back together and become friends again as you play through the game. I think that's adorable. Yeah, I think. I, I keep saying it. These, this, there's so many good stories in this game. This game, let's see. I don't know how many hours you had when you finished. Finished in quotes because you never really finish. No, I mean I have 148.5 now. And I, I have 74. We've both done all of the achievements. So. And it, yeah, well, some someone's beaten it on Heat 32. Okay. Well, there's no there's no achievement for that, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did did you find those statues of Skelly on your own, or did you look it up? 
I found them. I, interacted, I interacted with them, and then it tells you what heat to beat. To unlock well, yeah, them. no, no, I know that, but I had to look up what the they were because like Skelly wasn't telling me anything, and I didn't even notice that those were there. I thought those were like oh. backdrop items. You didn't even notice? No, they... didn't oh. notice. Didn't notice at all. I had to look wow. up look up where those were because it was one of my last things to do, and I was like, Skelly isn't talking to me, so I don't know what how to get his prizes. Wow, that's crazy. I noticed as soon as they appeared in the courtyard, See, I was like, what is this? You say that, but I don't think Key noticed either, because those are the two achievements Key doesn't have. So, mad. I think, and I mean, Key has definitely done heat runs, so he should have it unlocked. We should talk about heat runs. Oh, yeah. That's like, once you finish the game, when I say you, you never really finish it, you can always you can always do speed runs, you can always increase the heat, which increases the... The level of difficulty there's all of these once you beat the game once hades puts a pact of punishment on your door which um basically lets you turn up more difficulty settings things like 20 percent more enemies spawn enemies do 20 percent more damage and you turn those up they have various ratings that increase the heat and then you increase it to a number that feels feels right I think the record is 56. I think that's the highest heat at the moment that people have beaten. Have people still not beaten the game on full heat? I, I don't believe so. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, I'll look it up. You can keep talking about the heats. That's insane. Well, I, I really like it's... Not only does it give you options to make the game harder, it's like, it's like New Game Plus, but it's customizable. You don't just start the game over again and everything is... Harder in a specific way, like the more health, more you know, harder hitting. You can decide how how you want to make the game harder. Like, do you want to put a timer on yourself? Do you want to make the bosses harder specifically? Do you want to make the the mini bosses harder? Do you want to take more damage from traps? Do you, like you said, do you want to buff the damage of all creatures? Do you want to apply extra little talents to all of the the little minions that you fight? Um, there's do you, do you want to deactivate the talents from the Mirror of Night? Um, so many different ways to to modify your playthrough of the game, and you can, you know, all the way up into the higher heats, I would say, up to, like, Skelly's second prize onwards. Yeah, Skelly's second prize onwards, I feel like you'll probably have a very similar experience to other people playing at, like, 16 heat and up. But up until that point, it's it, really you could have a 16 heat run that's very different from someone else's yeah yeah and that's uh to get all of the achievements on steam um you do need to i think this is a great thing that they did you need to at least try all of the heats like all of the different um all of the different ways to raise heat you need to kill mobs with those heat bonuses on and uh, you need to try all of the Mirror of Night things, which is I think is a great, great way to get people to try more stuff in in the game. Uh, and also, I have found Hades 1.0 heat world record unseated 56 heat two weeks ago. So oh, well, yeah. pe people have definitely not beat this game on max heat unless it's been in the last two weeks. Insane. I still need to look up some speedruns. I just cannot believe that people are doing this game in six minutes. Yeah. I need to look it up. I, I will I will not believe it with my eyes until I until I actually see it. 
Yeah, I mean, we got the any percent world record again. Unseated, 6 minute and 33 second in-game time. That was three weeks ago. So, that's probably been beaten. Yeah. Probably. I wonder if there's a, there's a record for new save to full credits. Hades developers react to 25 minute fresh file speedrun. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> From IGN two weeks ago. <laughs> 25, 25 minutes to get 10 I, victories. I don't uh, I don't know if that's necessarily... I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily like... That can't not, be right. Yeah, maybe it's not full 10. I'm sure people have done that, though. I'm sure, but they must have taken them more than two minutes per run. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's no way that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must be something else. I can see 20, 25 minutes for your first victory in a fresh save. I can see because you don't have any of the talents or meta progression available. So that's you playing with the sword with no upgrades, with no Special talents. Boons, no yeah. talents. Yeah. I mean, is that is that glitchless? Because if it's not glitchless, then I could see it being either. I don't think this game has many glitches. I think this very of, few. I think all of this game's categories are glitchless. This this game doesn't really have any bugs. I've I've run into one where an enemy got stuck in a wall one time and I I couldn't luckily it was one of the ones that once you kill them they spawn a little ghost boy that tries to respawn them. So they eventually I got them out of the wall, but uh. in in 80 hours that is the only only bug I've, I have had. I've had I've, I've had a couple of graphical glitches. Um, only yeah. literally just it's just sprites and things uh, looking like they're in the foreground in front of one thing, but in the background behind another thing at the same time. Um, so it's just a question of like layering sprites on top of each other in the wrong order. Um, but and and that's only happened with specifically with Demeter's cast upgrade, the crystals, the crystal turrets. Um, you know something? Those crystal turrets. I I never did a full run with those. I got them in one of. I got. I actually took that in one of my late runs. I did not realize those things are actually pretty good. Uh yeah. If you 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 go Demeter and Artemis. Yeah, and it you, can you see their boon, and it tracks them really hard. Um, you can also get Artemis legend Artemis's legendary, which gives you plus two more casts. You just lay down five of them. If you have Hermes's upgrade, so that you can just hold downcast and set them all down really quickly um you just you can just laser everything to death yeah i i used it against learning which is the and the, the second boss of the four ended up being the one that i had the most trouble with consistently which is kind of insane that like because of the lava yeah it's yeah i yeah. I, I always end up in the lava taking damage it's not I even do, him i do feel like they specifically set out that upgraded boss room such that each each river of lava was one dash away from the next one yeah it's but it's just crazy that like four bosses in theory i think that this is part of the the great progression that this game had that like when i started playing this game it was like day one okay i can get through the first area i can get up to the the meg fight who is the first boss uh, and I can I can clear that sometimes. Okay, day two, I can get up to the the Hydra fight, which is the second boss, and I can get past that now. Okay, third day, 
I can get up to the boss, the third boss fight, which is Theseus and Asterius, but then I lose it. Fourth day, I can beat that, and I can get to Hades. Fifth day, I can finally beat Hades, and like, you know, fast forward now, I can do all of them on uh, Extreme Measures, which is the the heat version of them, which has higher. Basically, they just change the boss. The bosses get new abilities, new attacks, and it's it's just harder. Uh, and I can do all of them, except for the second one, which is, for some reason, the hardest for me. <laughs> which is just insane, because it That's was... It, it is not a... The first one is not hard at all, and the second one is just... I fucking hate it. Yeah, I you end up... You, you spend so much of your concentration not taking damage from lava that you get hit quite a lot from other things. I feel, especially in that moment where all seven heads are out. Yeah. Um, and you've got to chunk stuff down pretty quickly, or you're going to take a lot of damage. Um, the Hades Extreme Measures still uh, fucks me up. Any any run, I feel like, and it, unless uh, maybe like a good shield run, um, has the potential to fall apart on Hades Extreme Measures because he just hits so hard. I've I've gotten pretty good at like dash in, hit him twice, dash out without getting hit. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've gotten, if you if, if I've you lose track of them as well in the, in the third phase, um, that if, if that he's can ever mess out of, you up. Yeah, if he's ever out of your sight, he he could be spinning up the lasers. You have no idea, um, or he could be sitting in a corner healing. You have no idea. Yeah, you gotta find him, and and because you have limited sight in that phase as well, if he ever drops the heads somewhere. You can just forget about them. Forget they're there until the the wave of damage is coming in to hit you. Yeah, that that is kind of crazy. But still, fuck learning second second stage. <laughs> uh, I I have a, a question tangentially related to the bosses, which is that have you noticed that the design of the minion enemies in each uh, realm, each I think they call it biome, in each biome of hell. Uh, are designed to prepare you for the boss's mechanics. How do you mean? So in Tartarus, you have the the little AOEs that are thrown out by the by the pots, mm-hmm. and you have the lunges from the fat guys. Oh. They lunge forward, and like a lot of the Furies have like a lunge attack and a some kind of AOE attack that they throw down. That you learn how to dodge. Then in Asphodel, there's the the tiny little Hydra heads that pop out the ground and shoot projectiles at you, um, like like uh, like Lurney. Um There's the the big stones that drop out of the sky, like like the great big head bashes. Yeah. Um, in Elysium, there's the like the the bright shields have an attack that is pretty much exactly like one of Theseus's attacks, like a little lunge forward and spin around. Um, yeah, yeah. There's the bright swords will slam into the ground and release those little waves, um, which is what Asterius does with his charges in Asterius's second phase. Yeah, I've, I, I never put that together, but I definitely understand what you mean. Hmm. So I thought that was really, really clever that they they kind of train you for the boss in the preceding area. I think that like. Of those three, the the third area makes the most sense because, in theory, right, Asterius is 
or like the the minions that you fight leading up to Asterius are just great warriors that have ended up there, and Asterius is just the champion of them all. So yeah, yeah, it makes sense that he would be the best. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's the only level of hell that actually has, uh, you know, it's supposed to be fighting heroes. In all the others, you're fighting what skeletons and. Shades, wretched people who Hydras, have found them, found themselves in the the lowest parts of hell. Yeah, I don't get why you're fighting the Hydra though. Hydra is supposed to be one of the twelve labors of Heracles. I don't get why it's your job to fight him. <clears throat> I think if they ever do a proper DLC for this game, they that won't. they they won't. But if they do, there I mean, there's massive demand for it. Like. It seems like the devs do like a really good job reaching out. Cause scrolling through this, it seems like they do a lot of interviews and a lot of like talking to their like top-rated streamers and stuff. So I mean, maybe, probably not, but maybe. maybe. Well, I mean, I guess it would be odd to 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 end two years of early access development and listening like a team of twenty developers, pretty much listening to all of their players helping to make the game better and then as soon as they release it like ah, we're done on to the next one but it that is super giants mo yeah they make they make a complete game they move on i i just feel like the game the game is complete but there could be so much more like oh, there's people desperate to fight zeus and stuff yeah and they, they want to they want to go to olympus and fight people they reference heracles a lot like a lot a lot throughout the game and at one point i think you ask like so where where is he shouldn't he be the the champion of elysium because he's like the greatest warrior ever like him and achilles yeah. and zeus is like never mention that name again <laughs> like oh so wh where is he then did he escape is he still alive there's i i think he was uh i mean this is go back to the mythology now wasn't he gifted life elsewhere i can't remember i don't know anything about that <laughs> back to life oh one of, one of my favorite things that they put in this game you know you know the little storyline when um oh what's his name dionysus says hey wouldn't it be fun to pull a prank on orpheus oh yeah that's and tell one. him that you're like part partially me and that you also came from the titans and 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 dionysus and then orpheus writes a song about it Mm -hmm. Um, that, that actually comes from something that's real in Greek mythology called Orphism, which is like these, these stories that the bard Orpheus told of how Dionysus was killed by the Titans as a baby and that his, the, and in, in his rage, Zeus smote the Titans and cast their blood down around the ground. And then from that, the mortals grew and also Zagreus as a form of Dionysus. So that like the, interesting. I think it's crazy how they took that and then they 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 interpreted it in in terms of the characters that they'd created to to, to make this whole little subplot dialogue between Dionysus, Zagreus, and Orpheus. Mm hmm And also then you have a uh, voice actor of Zarius, uh, Darren Corb, I think is is the one Darren Cole voices Zagreus he, uh, and Skelly. Yeah, he also does the singing for Orpheus, so he is singing the song about himself, 
which, yep. which comes up several times throughout. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people who do who do several uh, several voices. Um, Logan Cunningham does the voice for Hades, Poseidon, Achilles, Charon, Asterius, and the narrator. That is just so many. Um, there's a couple of people who do who do three. Uh, Marianne Miller does Athena. Electo and Tisiphone. But Tisiphone is kind of easy. There's only two words. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, towards the end, she does say Zagreus eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Three words. My bad, yeah. Cyrus Nemati does Ares, Dionysus, and Theseus. Uh, Ashley something does the singing for uh, Eurydice. I don't know if she also voices Eurydice. Um, I just know I she, she does the singing remember. parts. Possibly. Um, Aphrodite and Dusa are the same person. Um, Artemis and Nyx are the same person. Zeus and Chaos. Demeter and Persephone. Hermes of, and Sisyphus. Uh, no, of... you, you, Eurydice's voice actor is different from the singer. Okay. Well. Yeah. Alright, so we are about at an hour, so we need to do favorite characters, rating, and then the next game we're playing which i'm very afraid me i was gonna say minecraft <laughs> uh so favorite characters in the game uh i think one one of my favorites that really isn't a character is the shade that is your fan in the stands of elysium uh, I not even I, say anything. It's just a different does. color shade. <laughs> but you you say something every time you walk by, and I really wish there would have been a story with that because that's so funny. That there's like one one shade that's a big fan of you in the crowd. Uh, but but actual characters, I really like uh, Sisyphus, uh, Sisyphus and Boldy. I like Meg and Dusa a lot. Uh. I like Eurydice a lot more than Orpheus. And then none of the none of the gods really really like stand out as a like you know one of my favorite characters. They're all very good. I do like talking to Dionysus a lot. I I think of them Hermes would probably be my favorite. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel and like I, and I like I like talking to Artemis as well cuz she's always bitching about the rest of Olympus. Yeah, that's true. I uh I I feel like of the gods the one that I talked to the least and I I ended up gifting everything to last was Dionysus just because his abilities are kind of bad I feel like like I I think I don't think you ever go hard Dionysus in a run I think you pick up bits and bobs from him as you go through Well his main thing is having the hangover ability he's the only one that has that and I just feel like if you if you do the attack everybody has hangover you're you're missing out on like actual damage percentage, which is massive. Uh, mm -hmm, and then, mm -hmm. You know, his his normal stuff like wells heal to full and give you plus X percent bonus damage is pretty good. And every time you pick up a nectar, you get plus twenty five health. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, that's 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 his main focus. I think is that he like I I feel like hangover is not intended to be his primary use benefit yeah. to yeah. the player i feel like he's mostly about um 
getting more health out of fountains, getting more health from picking up nectar, getting losing less health when you're below a certain percentage of your maximum health, and, and other other boons that just help you stay alive. He, yeah, he feels a lot like Hermes in comparison to the other gods. Hmm. Honestly, and then when it, but me. I think when it comes when it came to just designing a boon for his attack, they just they made up this kind of poison. Yeah. mechanic effectively and it is just, sounds like he it's... might be good for new players that die a lot <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 it would be yeah for sure it's it's it can be so so helpful especially if you're struggling with the boss fights um to if you manage to like scrape through a boss with five health left if you have uh what's it called strong drink yeah strong drink available at the end and so when before you go to the next layer of hell you go you go past a fountain and you can drink to the fountain again you maximum health back that's, will... uh, and a damage bonus on top of that i think that's really really powerful i will say when i started i didn't realize that those those in between areas were counted as fountains so i thought you were you were taking an ability that says if you can have like the random five percent chance to find a fountain room <laughs> oh, you'll get yeah. full health and plus five percent damage and i was like why the fuck would i want that that's no. so bad you're guaranteed four fountains every yeah run. Yeah. But you could have up to seven. Which, Which is really strong. So like if you get if you get Tartarus strong drink, and then you happen to get all of the fountain rooms as well, you you, you do end up with um if you got the epic strong drink, you will end up with plus thirty five percent damage off of Dionysus. That on is everything. a lot a lot that's of a, that's ifs. a boost to everything. Yeah. <laughs> Between twenty and thirty five percent. Yeah. On a, on an epic boom. It could be as low as 12% with the common. <laughs> Which, at that point, like... Why bother? Yeah. I mean, at that point, you're mainly taking it just for the the guaranteed maximum well, health. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Athena is so, so strong. Deflect. The dash deflect is broken. Absolutely. This is a, it's so powerful. Also, I there's think... Ro there's rooms which you can complete with the dash deflect. Um, just just dashing, no attacks. Her uh, attack is also, I think, the highest base percentage you can get, and it, I mean, it has a deflect uh, built in. Yeah, I, be uh, I believe Aphrodite's must be pretty close. Aphrodite's special, I think, is especially if you get it uh, at a high rarity. It is extremely powerful. It's like plus one hundred and fifty percent. That um, could be. Yeah. That was how I broke the game with the bow. It's, I. I took the aspect of Chiron, which homes on enemies once you tap them, and I had Aphrodite's special um, on on its highest uh, nice. uh, rarity, and it just it melted things. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I think my my favorite characters. I mean, other than Dusa, Meg, and Than, uh, who I think are just extremely well written as characters who you have a lot of t screen time and have a lot of dialogue with by the benefit of them being the the, the quote-unquote love interests. My Outside of those, my favorite character is Chaos. Interesting. Because I love the writing for Chaos. As Chaos as, a, as an entity outside of the rest of the realms of like the Earth and the Heavens and the Hell. Um, as a strange... Entity non-binary doesn't doesn't understand the ways of the gods. Like it created all of the gods, but then they 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 stood back from everything. And these you know singular interactions that they have with Zagreus, um, 
it just throws off a lot of interesting dialogue. Like when you when towards the end of when you're gifting Chaos, um, when Chaos is like, "Oh, so you receive this and you feel better having having gifted this to me. Therefore, this amounts to theft because you are taking something from this exchange which I did not intend to give." Uh-huh. And there's just these really really weird ways of looking at these things and. Uh, one last little feature that I really like is that at the beginning when you talk to Chaos, Chaos often ends sentences or, you know, ends talking to you with a single word sentence, respond, to get you to talk back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the last time you gift to Chaos, it ends with respond question mark. I was like, oh, Chaos is growing as a character. Chaos is no longer demanding that I respond, but is asking me if I want to respond. I didn't even realize that. Honestly. And I just, I, I was really, really touched by that. I just think that Chaos is an exceedingly well written character. Yeah, I, I, I still think Sisyphus is my favorite outside of the, <laughs> the core characters, but I don't know. I like his I story mean, the, a lot. The game kind of, of game. The game, the game kind of whitewashes over what Sisyphus did or was supposed to have done yeah. in his life. He was an asshole. Um, he cheated death twice, but he did some nasty stuff. Yeah. And there is a reason why he dwells forevermore in the depths of Tartarus. That is, Yeah, that is true. <laughs> and then you free him. <laughs> and then you free him, but he decides to stay anyway. Maybe he's had... I mean, theoretically, he could have been there for an eon. Um, maybe he's had time to grow as a person. I don't know. Well, there's also the game mechanic of what what are we going to do if we let him leave? <laughs> Is mm-hmm. this just going to be an empty room with Boldy in it? Which would be kind of yeah. kind of bizarre. Yeah. But who's your favorite character, Mihao? All right, cool. Oh, yeah, good input. Mihao's gone. <laughs> Got bored. Went to bed again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm definitely having a migraine. Um, oh no. Yeah, I don't know any of the characters, but they seem cool. <laughs> excellent. All right, excellent. All right, rating time. Their artwork in particular is quite phenomenal, I will say. Yeah, the, the art oh, yeah, is very great. good. Like, it really you go captures website, their you get, character dress. There's, there's a whole lot of free wallpapers. Oh boy, I can update from my one-shot uh, desktop wallpaper. Yeah, too. nice. <laughs> there you go. You get a nice little pin-up of Dionysus. Bare-chested. Or Aphrodite. Oh, there's one of Sisyphus here. There you Ooh. go. You can be forever f- flexing on your screen with, with Baldi. I'm telling you, someday I'm going to get a Sisyphus tattoo. <laughs> Not inspired by the game, but... Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So I think they spell it properly. <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> uh, palms out of ten. Ten. Yeah, I would. I would also say ten. You if know, not, if I'm... not ten, nine point nine. It is. Yeah, I think it, you know there are tiny little gripes with the game that, but they're only they're only things that I can say when I'm forced to say something bad about it. You know, and when I'm really really picking holes in an otherwise extremely enjoyable experience you know yeah i think anybody that enjoys single player games even remotely this is a must play this is even if you don't like like dungeon crawler type games this this game has everything it's just amazing 
every everything i haven't heard a single person that's like dislikes this game i haven't done that much research into like general reviews but i mean this oh, game has are there 90... negative reviews well i mean there are some always right uh looking through steam it seems like most of them are like this isn't if, if steam had an option to go neutral i would give it a neutral option not a negative one but it seems like generally that is that is the the view of people that do rate it negatively i mean th this game does it breaks 90 percent on pretty much everything every website's rating system like everyone is 90 to 100 percent on it has to be a, a favorite for, for game of the year awards i think un unless cyberpunk comes out and it is amazing which probably won't be uh i think i think this game has it in the bag for a lot of them like original soundtrack this game is amazing artwork this game oh, is amazing storyline story is amazing um and yeah. you guarantee even if cyberpunk does come out this year and it is very very fun to play and gets loads of good ratings and reviews it's definitely going to be a thousand times buggier than hades on release yes and it is also coming much later in the year than hades which isn't mm -hmm. great for it and I will say, uh, as far as like good good uh, dungeon crawler games, uh, Spelunky Two also came out, so that will I'm sure that'll steal some category awards away from Hades, possibly. Yeah, maybe. Since I mean they're they're both huge titles. I think. I don't know. I've heard a lot more hype for Hades than Spelunky Two, but I think that's more the sources that I follow that, than anything. Is there are a lot of people that were super hyped for Spunky 2. So. I feel like the people who are super hyped for Spunky 2, though, are the people who put hundreds of hours into Spunky 1. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a lot of people. Like, it, there are a lot of people that really enjoyed Spelunky. So, not me, but there are some. <laughs> I think, I, I do think, though, this game will, will win at least, at least some Game of the Year stuff, because that this game is amazing it is not 9.9 .9 to 10 out of 10 i am probably gonna buy it on the switch as well just so i can play it on on holiday elsewhere to be honest yeah i i think that this this would be a good game to play on switch like this this it, it is it's like i think a lot of dungeon crawlers are like that right like Slay the Spire isn't necessarily dungeon crawler. Yeah, but like, I have um, Enter the Gungeon on Switch as well. Yeah, pretty fun. yeah, a lot of games like that, like where you're progressively going through rooms and you can stop, pause, come back later. I think I think these games are great for that. And I think putting Hades on Switch is a very natural choice. That is, that will probably get it a lot more traction than like there are a lot more people that use uh, a Switch that don't have Steam, and it'll get a lot of views that way. I'm excited. Uh, I really, I really want to play the other Super Giant games now because a lot of people say that this <laughs> yes. one's comparable to the rest of them. Let's talk about those briefly. I've played Bastion, uh, which was very fun. Um, I haven't. I've been wanting to play Transistor for so long, and I just, I've never made the time for it. But I think I, I must very yeah. soon. And I, I heard about Pyre, and I know basically roughly what it's about, but I've never. Um, I've never played it through. I don't. I, do I own it? I can't remember if I own it or not. 
I will play it eventually. Um, that was Pyre was an experiment the Supergiant had into branching, open-ended, um, multi-ending narrative. I know I don't own any of these. I think of them, I'm, I'm interested in playing all of them, but I think I've heard like the the worst things about Pyre. I think the other two are generally mm. a, lot of, yeah, a lot of people didn't quite get Pyre. Yeah, but I, I am excited. Oh, see, right there. Somebody on my Steam friends list is now playing Spelunky 2. I told you. <laughs> it just popped up on my screen. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> That's the proof. Spelunky 2 better than Hades. I didn't say that. Spelunky was not not the most fun game in the world for me. So, But Hades, absolutely amazing. I would play I it again. Hades, I think Hades just has more general appeal. I'd play it appeal. for the first time. <laughs> okay, well. I think, I think Spelunky has, has a bit of more of a cult following because it was a very... It was a game a long time ago. Yes. And then someone made Spelunky, which was like a remake of it, and it did very well. Mm-hmm. And then they made Spelunky too. So it has it has like a dedicated following. Whereas Hades, I feel like anyone who's even vaguely interested in these sort of games will can pick up and enjoy. Yeah, it's I. Even if if they do no DLC, I am excited for what this studio does next. Cause it'll it'll probably be a few years, right? If they like to two or three play. years per game, but they yeah. they tend to release very very polished products. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean they're probably gonna do this early access model again because it worked very very well. Mm. This game is so so very polished, and they've they've done one one patch only one patch I believe since it's come out that's and. It was kind of, I think, graphic um, fixes and then like balancing stuff because some weapons were yeah, worse than a others. Yeah, small rebalances. I think we're on 1.02. Oh, so two maybe matches then. Maybe. Or something like that. I can't yeah. remember. I c- yeah, I can't recall. But I don't think it was just one. I think they did two patches. But I think the second one was, wasn't to fix anything. It was just a tiny balance. Um, rebalance, yeah. All right, we are running very long. We are at almost at an hour twenty. <laughs> I, could, I could talk about this game some more. Yeah, I I could also. I have I I am sure we have missed a lot of stuff. We haven't even we haven't gotten to Daedalus hammers at all. There is so much, and I could talk about that no. for another twenty minutes. Play it, but don't listen to us anymore. Just play it. Yeah, that is. I can't recommend this game enough. It's what twenty five twenty something. I don't know how much it costs. Uh, whatever. Oh, may look. Doesn't matter. Buy it. Yeah, twenty five dollars. That it, maybe it is if worth they it. do a maybe if they do do a DLC, we can do a week two where we oh, you yeah. know cover more of the game and also the DLC. I I mean if I if I enjoy Bastion Transistor or Pyre, <laughs> we might end up doing those or Jam might pick those. I don't know. Oh, maybe. But speaking of what what's our next game, Mihao? Uh, our next game is uh, hit indie classic Minecraft. No. Uh, no. Our next game is Secrets of Grindia. Okay, you're locking that in? Yeah. All but right. we're going to play it together. It's going to be a boss. You have to convince Ooh. Key of that. I will. I mean, we don't need him. But... And Key has to come back from the woods. <laughs> come back to us. I... This this probably could have been a two hour episode if Key was here too. If we all got to talk about this game, because Key also Key also has a lot to say about it, I'm sure. Probably. 
if you like the episode, go talk about it on reddit.com slash playing favorites, spelled the American way. Or head to at playing faves cast on Twitter. Yep, those are those, those are the other links. Yep. Uh, other links include twitch.tv slash panked, P-E-H-N-K-D. Oh, yeah, I also stream twitch.tv slash jambrew or come speak to me on twitter at, at jambrew underscore don't tweet at jambrew that's a different man no <laughs> i don't have at jambrew i have at jambrew underscore I almost, and the original at jambrew is kind of a bitch there. so don't uh... i almost tagged him with the b simulator game the other night <laughs> which would have been identity pretty funny is not a joke jambrew <laughs> Um, you can send me an email at mehowgames at gmail.com and I'll respond promptly. Uh, What's your fax? <laughs> Mihao's home address is... <laughs> I have it. It's saved in my Amazon from Secret Santa. Send them a, a, a nice Secret Santa gift. Yeah. I'll be so confused. I'll get like eight of them and I'm like, what? Damn, my Secret Santa really went all out. <laughs> you get a, a copy of Citadel Whale. Very cool. Um, all right. Thank you for listening. Until next time, we're gonna keep playing. playing favorites. Favorites.